Welcome back. We survived. Welcome back, guys. It's like um. We have survived week. Yeah, it's it's week. It, it's day thirty two, I think, for us, which is yeah. wild to think about that we've been. Right. Indoors for thirty two days, cooking every day for thirty two days straight. Right. Yeah, most people are like somewhere between week four and week six, depending on like where in the country you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot, and it is like it is a lot of cooking. It's a lot. It's a lot of cooking. Um, <laughs> which I, I'm I'm mostly enjoying because I don't normally get a lot of time to cook, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of dishes. So it yeah, truly, I don't understand. I mean, like I understand, but it's also like, but why? <laughs> but why are there so many dishes and i've done like a big sunday brunch maybe two or three of the like weekends so look at you okay i'm very well you know how i feel about brunch it's a spiritual experience it is a spiritual experience that's it's its own type of church to me but it made me sad because it's like oh we wanted to invite people over because when we moved we're like oh the first thing we're gonna do is brunch to invite people over and have brunch So I'm perfecting my brunch making skills for when we're allowed to hang out and eat waffles together again someday. (laughs) So this is the Heart and Hustle podcast in case it is your first time listening. Hi. I'm Charisma O'Keefe. Angelica Yard. That is I. We have been doing this for since 2015. Yeah. Five years in. So usually um, we're, we're back and forth on having guests, having a not again. We have had guests for the past three episodes, so I think we're, it's just us this week. Yeah, we were due for a just us episode and a little bit of a catch up, a little bit of a QA. and a um, We have a lot, like, you know, a lot of guests coming up this spring because everyone's home. So everyone is, uh, you know, reaching out and they're like, hey, you know, and I'm like, yes jump on the schedule but it's very booked right now so i almost wish that this was a time that we could like record more than usual um but we also still kind of have our, our like regular schedules so yeah. we're still kind of busy it is true i have um reached out to some people for summer and i'm excited about that so we have some good guests coming up but today we're just answering some questions that you guys had so before we get into the questions, like how was this week for you? Was it like the same? Was it different? Like, did you feel like you had like any meltdowns? Did you feel balanced? I'm tired, but that's because of the way my body and being like is set up. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, the way my body is set up, I'm just tired. Uh, we got a new mattress. That has been the highlight of my week because <laughs> I'm old yeah. and when you're old <laughs> regardless of if you're indoors or not getting a new mattress is a big deal um, so that's been the only thing that we've really gone outside for because they had said two weeks the, the past two weeks basically were going to be some of the, the weeks that you really wanted to hunker down so we've been delivering ordering groceries I hadn't gone out and got anything and we've kind of been inside but we went and got a mattress and that was that was it. It's been a good week. I mean, I've it was Easter. I forgot about that. Um, the Easter Bunny socially distanced, visited, and came over. 
And then uh, my daughter and her, her best friend proceeded to like ruin the Easter Bunny magic being like, it's your dad. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> Children are terrible. Oh, so if, if ever they go back to Disney, it's just going to be like, you're not real. Like kids are so on the, I think five is the age where they're kind of into this is not real. This is real. I don't know if it's just they're dark because they're indoors now and they're going through a global yeah. pandemic or it's just normal age of like, that person's just wearing a costume or that's not the real thing or that's not real at all. Both of them? Uh, yeah, six months apart. So six months apart. yeah. <laughs> They're still both pretty young. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I felt. I feel like, but also when I was their age, I definitely didn't believe in literally anything. Like by the time I was five, I was done. And your BFF is like very much like, a, a, like a 35 year old and like a little girl yeah she was like uh it, i think the easter bunny is my dad because <laughs> he wasn't yeah. he wasn't at home and i was like okay well <laughs> it's so funny though because that i feel like the fact that you're like yeah i didn't believe in any of that too at that age like meanwhile i was probably like i don't know i was probably double digits before i you know oh i was like four and I knew Santa Claus wasn't real. You're like five. You're like going into and you're like, it's all a ruse. Like, <laughs> you guys, yes. learn to read. <laughs> let's let's sit down and read Malcolm X's biography and talk about the real problems: social justice and racial inequality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fitting. That is pretty fitting. Very problematic. Um, How was your week? I, I, I was a believer in magic for a very long time. I still believe in magic a little bit, you know? I would like some right now to get through these uh, wild days. Oh, my goodness. So how was your week? Week um, 9,000. You know, it was very up and down. Um, I think that, like, the things that I am struggling with, I think, are things that are, like, just coming from, like, a very privileged place when I, you know, when you really break it down. But, like, one of the things that's, like, really driving me nuts is when I walk outside like other people are not social distancing um and so it's making like going outside and getting like sunlight every day and just getting like a little exercise in really difficult because it becomes like a stress-induced situation when you turn a corner and then there's people and you're thinking like oh like I'll probably move this way they'll probably move that way and instead they're like no I'm gonna come straight for you um, they're just kind of like uh, why why is everyone doing this why is everyone like this um and we have an order you know in Osceola County for people to wear masks and that's not always happening outside people aren't always doing that so yeah just kind of like finding places to like walk and be outside has kind of been like a struggle and then so a lot of days I'm just like whatever like I'm just not gonna like walk but like it's like like you said the way my body's set up it's like I can feel like the non-movement you know yeah um, like first of all I like my appetite will be gone if I don't move and again like I'm not saying like moving like in a huge way but just like walking and like just the basic like movements that I would have done in a normal day you know what I mean like not anything like crazy but just like leaving the house like getting in the car like driving somewhere like going shopping or like dropping John off to work or whatever like nothing that's like it, I don't have to do like a hit workout daily but I do have to move in some way so those days that I'm just like home all day and not really going anywhere it's like I have like no appetite and like things like that so that's kind of been like annoying I think I'm gonna have to start kind of like driving away from like directly where I live and like driving a few minutes down the road somewhere else to kind of find some more secluded places to like walk 
but I, I do. I feel like walking is so important. I'm also like thinking about just like breaking down and getting a treadmill um, because I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> we could be here for a while. So settle in, <laughs> boys. <laughs> yeah. And then the thing is, is like when summer comes, it's, you know, like the heat is oppressive anyways. So there's that. Um, but one thing I'm going to start trying to do like literally tomorrow is waking up earlier like i might wake up around like 6 a.m to see if anyone's walking down. they are girl they are out there <laughs> yeah, I was say, like, so i tried i tried 10 30 because we have we're supposed to be indoors by like law or, or you know, 11 11 yeah so i'm thinking like oh if i do 10 30 there won't be a lot of people and there was <laughs> so i was like all right 10 30 is not it um there's also a lot of people that like because i have like a little lake you know as you know behind me and so you know like you'll be walking and you might see somebody in another area like across the way and you're like okay if i keep walking this way and they keep walking this way like we'll just not have to like run into each other but there are some people that just do this new thing where they sit and it's not on a bench or anything it's just like on the sidewalk and i'm just like okay so like you're like well i can't go this way people are sitting on the sidewalk there and i can't go that way and it's not like a thing in these areas it's not like i can go around them because it's you know there's like not enough space so I'm just like, all right, I just, again, a first world problem, though, I feel like in the grand scheme of things. So at the end of the day, I'm like, I have my mask, I have groceries, you know, everyone in my family is healthy right now. Um, all my immunocompromised people are in safe areas. So, you know, can't, I feel like I can't really ask for more than that at the moment. And the days that, like, are just stressful I'm just kind of like, well, I'm going to, you know, call it a day early and read this book for three hours. Basically. There's so many things to self-entertain, like to entertain yourself. So I just recommend if you're feeling frustrated or you're having a hard time, just the day's over. You're done. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. That's, that's literally how I am. Cause I'm just like, I literally have way more time in my schedule just because of like the simple things of like not doing those you know not doing a meeting in person that maybe would be a 30 minute drive and that's going to save me you know an hour like things like that like so I just have so much more space in my schedule so I'm just like yeah like I will just be done with work at two and I will read until five (laughs) which I did yesterday (laughs) you're not wrong you're not wrong all right so diving into these questions um the first question is how do you stay in touch with friends during this COVID-19 So the way that I'm staying in touch with friends is really like similar to what I normally do because a lot of my friends don't live locally. Um, some some of them do, but a lot of them don't as well. Um, so and then the ones that do live locally, it's like I'm just I kind of switch to what I would do that way or just kind of some new fun stuff as well. But basically, I've always been really big on just texting. Like I love to text people and just you know chat to them and be like, how are you doing? How's your day? Just like out of the blue type just checking in on people, um, keeping with people's social media, because a lot of people are expressing themselves there that way, and they're writing longer captions, and they're trying to be creative at home, and whether it's, like, getting into, like, a silly TikTok dance, or, like, sharing their photos from Easter of their family, like, or just, like, maybe a home, like, homeschool project that they did, something like that, so interacting with that stuff and keeping with people there, and then also, like, planning, like, video chats that's been really fun for me because it's nice to know that i have something to look forward to and like a kind of like a reason to kind of get a little bit more dressed than usual (laughs) 
So, you know, it was like, if I know, okay, Thursday, I have a video chat uh, with like two or three friends at like 6 p.m. It's just like, you know, a fun little thing to look forward to. So I've definitely been doing all those. And then also the app Bunch is super cute. And it's basically like games that you play with people and they have like trivia and like other different games and you can play them with like multiple people at a time. Um, so that's just like a fun little thing to do. Although I will say I want to do like a video chat of like a whole bunch of people playing the Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit, but I haven't figured out like quite how to do that through video, like on video chat in a way that makes sense yet. But that's like my next goal. <laughs> <laughs> priorities um yeah i just the same thing i normally do just texting people um i don't facetime i don't don't do that don't facetime me uh (laughs) i don't want to have video calls um yeah i just text people if we somebody's called and i've talked to them but we don't i'm not a i usually do all my phone calls in the car so if i'm not driving i feel like i don't need to call anyone (laughs) so Um, I'm making an effort to just save reserve phone calls for family. Um, and then I've seen some people like just kind of them coming by and like us kind of social distance them in the street, us on the sidewalk or vice versa, um, going that way. Cause life's still happening and, and people still need things and stuff. So that's what we've been doing, but we haven't intentionally gone anywhere super far. You know, all the people we've seen have lived in town you know, in a normal walking distance. So it's not like we would have needed to get in the car and go see someone. Um, that's generally it. Um, a lot of Instagram DMing. Like I never used to DM people on Instagram, but because I've done stories and I think, I guess because everybody's at home, <laughs> people have started like bringing up conversation, which is not, not an issue. But I was like, wow, I never really talked to people um, via Instagram DMs. And now I feel like I have messages all day long. <laughs> Yeah, I love Instagram DMs. It's kind of like I think of it almost as texting. And it's funny because I have friends that I'll speak to in Instagram DM and also on texting, and I'll forget, like, where was that conversation? <laughs> so I go back and forth between the two a lot. Um, but, yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't think about that with the talking on the phone. Like, I normally talk on the phone while I'm driving as mm-hmm. well. Because it's just, like, an easy, like, mm-hmm. I have, like, one in my car, and then you're just, like, multitasking. Yep. Um, so I'm still talking – to my mom and my brother, which are the two people that I pretty much talked on the phone anyways. Um, and with my brother, like we'll talk like every other day. And my mom, we normally talk every day. And I, I think I've noticed that I tend to talk to them when I'm cooking. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I plan it that way, but that's just kind of what's happened because it's like I can't talk to them like while I'm working. Um, and, you know, not while I'm reading or anything like that. So, or I'm working out. What else do I do while we're in quarantine? I cook. So, <laughs> like, last night I was making brownies, like, some nice vegan brownies. And, like, I called my mom because I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be in the kitchen kind of watching this. And I was kind of, like, doing a new, like, experimenting with a new recipe. So, I kind of needed to, like, be on standby, like, right by the oven. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, in that situation, I feel like I've been using the phone a little bit. Like, not, not more. The same amount. But just doing it that way instead of normally it's as soon as I get into a car, I call my mom or my brother. Yeah. Same. So, yeah. It just it's it's so man, I miss, I do miss driving places a little bit, which is funny because I always come to I was gonna say you hated driving. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it was just the traffic and the stress of like yeah, Orlando exactly. drivers. Yeah, I do hate that. Like and for me, like 
during certain parts of the drive, like I'll literally be like, all right, I'm going to call you back because I really need to like focus mm-hmm. because like traffic is so bananas and like there's so many weird things going on in I-4. Um, but I love like, you know, driving in like our area or like, you know, on certain roads, like the 429 and stuff like that when you don't have to be super stressed. Um, so yeah, I do miss like driving just in general, but not the traffic. So next question, when will I get my stimulus check and what should I do with it? (laughs) What a wonderful question. Um, I just saw today, I was reading an article that when you get your stimulus check, if you get it in the mail and get like an actual check, it will have um, the Nacho Nazi's name on it. It's going to take a long time too to get here. So yikes. So gross. So they have started like a website. I do not know the name of it. It's um, it's from the IRS.gov. We'll post okay. a link to it. Yeah, and it it's it basically will give you an idea. You do have to input some information, mm-hmm. um, but it will tell you. But I know some people that have gotten theirs in the past few days. I actually got mine today. Same. Um, yeah, I just happened. I I didn't even think about it, but Morgan had mentioned like. That she got hers and i was like oh i guess i should be checking for that huh so i checked for it i was like oh yeah okay that's definitely in there um so you'll probably get it like you might get it any day now like there's unfortunately like a there's not like a set time frame because this is america um <laughs> but you should be getting it soon and what to do with it like so i'm assuming like if you are asking what to do with it then you don't need it for like any bills or anything immediate and that would mean that you are probably still employed and everything so in this like climate i would say it really depends on what your other savings looks like so if your other savings is like minimal or non-existent then i would just save it in Mm -hmm. the account and like not touch it but if your savings is like decent and you have like your income still coming in then i would look at investing it in like a very low risk way because either way right now, like everything is still up in the air. And there's a lot of people that were told like, yeah, we're keeping you on, we're gonna pay you. And then in that, it's been a month, you know, since a lot of these businesses have had to make these decisions. And in that month they've pivoted and gone a different route. And we don't really know like if this is gonna be another month, another two, another three, we don't really know what's gonna go on. That's unfortunately the uncertainty of the situation. So I feel like two months from now, your employer could change their mind and let you go. And at that point, you just want to make sure that you are as safe as possible, you know? Yeah. Um, the website also now allows you to insert your bank information if they don't have it, if you've never had to receive money back. Like, if you usually pay something towards taxes and you haven't really um, set up an electronic payment method with the IRS before, which is normal, most people just write a check from their CPA and send it in. You now have the option to find your information from that website and then insert your bank information and then they'll set you up in the next round of direct deposits because the paper checks, like Charisma said, uh, last minute yesterday, the U.S. Treasury stopped them and said they needed to put Donald Trump's name on it based on his request. Um, and they also said anyway that it will be as far out as September as some of those paper checks coming. So to expedite... Absolutely the price, the process. Um, you can go to that website, sign up. If you don't have a bank account, Square actually, if you sign up with them, they have um, checking and routing numbers for their accounts. So you and can kind of set up an account with them. That I'm not like 100% sure on, but I'm sure that you'll have some insight onto this as well. But 
to my understanding and to my knowledge, we will be taxed on this. No. So keep that in mind. We won't be. Um, that was a, a rumor, basically, okay. from okay. the internet. So okay. people read it were incorrectly. So basically, it's just if you owed money and if you owe money next month it's next year next time you file it doesn't matter if you need more money back it's just basically like extra money if you didn't if you didn't get it like if you didn't qualify for so the people who made over a hundred thousand dollars or more that didn't qualify for the check this year but next year they make less than and they file for their taxes so they make ninety nine thousand dollars they can get that they will get that $1,200 in their tax refund basically yeah yeah so it's I, that I did see that on like it was going around the internet like so quickly like everybody's yeah. like you have to pay this back and it was just this clause that people were well, reading like, incorrectly like that's what I, I didn't see like you have to pay it back but I did see like it was taxable income but I like I wasn't sure because it wasn't from a like, yeah like there's been no US hasn't said it like, right it was just a Forbes like, article that was breaking down what was happening but okay. people were just like oh I see that we have to pay taxes on it and now we have to do yeah. but the US Treasury Department um because I'm just like it's funny because like even though I've known this check was coming in my mind I've just like not thought it was because I'm just like mm, I don't trust the government to give me anything <laughs> like basically like, no. yeah so but yeah that's what I would do is I would save it but just the way you save it would depend more on you know how how risk how much risk you're able to take you know? Yeah, a hundred percent save as much of it as possible because again, we're in an economy where we don't know when we're gonna be able to restart, basically. So you don't know how the markets are gonna go when we are starting to restart. What's more important, what's not? Um, we are in Florida. The government locally is making very odd choices on the way they're handling things to put it lightly and so they really impact people's bottom lines and the way that they're fat you know like fast tracking the disney furloughs versus some of the other people who've been furloughed and unemployed way longer than some of the disney employees so yeah we just you need to just be like a positive also just take if you don't need to spend anything if you do then go ahead obviously pay your bills as needed um still save as much of it as you possibly can call your people who you owe money and say hey can we work something out i got this much i can pay this much this month and that much next month and try to work your way around the situation because nobody knows what's happening we don't understand so yeah i don't think that people are understanding that like you can call almost everyone that you give money to and possibly negotiate not paying at the moment i have like someone who like one of my puerto rican moms who i grew up with in my neighborhood and like you know, I've known her forever and a day. She posted on Facebook and she was like, oh, like, you know, what should I do as far as, like, should I go into my savings or go into my retirement? I was like, what? No, absolutely not. And I was like, you know, I was like, I'm a DM you. And then I started talking to her and I was like, you know, what are, like, what are the things that, like, you're looking to get paid or whatever? But right. for most people right now, whether it's, even rent, most places are being really lenient with rent. Um, you know, your mortgage, like your power bills, especially if you have a car note, anything like that. Um, please contact and see if you can push it back. We actually ended up pushing back our car note because if you remember, I mentioned it here on the podcast, we bought a car kind of like unexpectedly, like a few months ago. And when we bought the car, I negotiated to have our first payment in April because I told the guy, I was like, we're working on getting out of debt and we're really close to it and we'll be out of debt like probably by summer. 
but like we're not out of debt right now so i don't really i wasn't planning on this car payment i'm just not sure about like that payment and so he was like well what if i make it so that you don't pay till april and i was like great right so we've been we've had the car we've been driving the car and now in our mind we're like great april like we have plenty of time to like just like stack car payments up whatever and then of course this happens and it's like you know i've obviously lost income from my disney weddings and from like local portraits that i do so we ended up like we were like everything else seems pretty good but just to be safe like let's call and see if we can push it back and it literally was like one conversation five minutes not a problem at all um so please at least try to reach out and then if you're having issues with like people aren't listening to you then like reach out to other people and like let us know like like let let twitter know you know what i'm saying about these companies that aren't doing the things that they need to do to like take care of people right now because that's what companies should be doing all right so speaking of kind of unemployment and all that our next question is i am a freelancer applying for unemployment for the first time what do i need to know yeah definitely um if you're in florida you want to do it now <laughs> like right now Ooh, child because sunday like seventy thousand is it people are going to be applying from disney um and, and they don't even they're not even applying what's happening is they have basically okayed for all of the disney furloughs to automatically like get, be let yeah. through so they just and, need to enter in their information basically and they automatically get through versus other people it's a process forever um, and right now like florida's website is or like the florida unemployment it's a 77 million dollar hot rick scott mess yep. and it's three <laughs> weeks behind at the current moment um a lot of people were finding luck and not just here but like i have a friend in new york who uh waited till 3 a.m to go yeah and so people mm-hmm. were doing that sort of thing uh right now though uh the the website here, I believe, is closed for maintenance at night. So I want to say it opens at 7 a.m. and it closes at 8 p.m. So my advice would honestly be to be on the computer at 6.30 a.m. if you're in Florida and be ready at 7 a.m. to input your information. Where, whatever state you're in, find out what that is for you. Find out if there's a time frame where they're closing the site at night or if it's open all day. Then I would go on in the middle of the night and I would just get it done as soon as possible. I think a lot of people are just like, wondering if they qualify like almost the whole wedding industry in orlando has you know applied because obviously like you can't go to weddings um so a lot of people are applying that like never applied before but be like if you normally wouldn't qualify a lot of people are qualifying now because this is like a extreme and weird situation so nine times out of ten you're probably going to qualify but there are a lot of sites out there that will tell you the specifics um on like if you'll qualify or not but it's, it's not a long process so it's like you may as well just go ahead and do it and and see if you think that it's going to be something you're going to need um i would not recommend going in person to the offices they are open but the social distancing practices are abysmal yeah. obviously because there are so many people who are stressed and don't have access to computers that need to mm-hmm. go in person and fill out this paperwork and the lines have been hours long so if you have the internet try the website there's a phone in florida you have to re- a lot of times you have to reset a pin they send you to call this number this number texts you a pin to be able to log into the website so look at that information um follow our local representatives we may not like them all but they have all been very diligent in making sure they tweet out and 
put this information out on Facebook for the constituents to know what is happening because we're not getting accurate information reporting at a like higher level from the governor and the governor's office. We're really getting this information from our representatives who are here. So I would just recommend that. And also other places, the issue with the websites is they're built on really old programming languages like COBOL, which I don't even know if anybody listens to this podcast knows what that is. Um, So basically they're just uh, trying to hire programmers who are people who've been retired now of the game for so long who know these languages that are considered obsolete, quote unquote, to these new developers because they don't understand them. So that's also another issue is that the technology that's running our nation hasn't been improved since 2000. And I think four was the last, or 2002, 2004 was the last stable COBOL release. So, um, so really when I was like, we were children. (laughs) So basically I'm kind of like, do I need to go and just learn COBOL and like go work for the government? I'm kind of like halfway at that point now. Literally this morning I was chatting with Margo about like the unemployment situation here and how crazy it is and how did like the Disney thing, all that. And I was just like, they need to hire David and Angelica because they would just be able to fix it and they would know the right people to hire and they would just be able to do what they need to do. Like, why is it this hard for them? I don't understand. It's hard everywhere just because it our nation and our important institutions, banking and the government yeah. run on these really old programs and they didn't expect for this mass situation to hit them where there's what now, isn't it like 16 million people are unemployed? It's something ridiculous yeah. like that. Like and we're in the tens of millions. Yeah, like every few days. So uh, we weren't prepared for this, obviously, as we are never prepared for most things, but specifically the infrastructure is just basically kind of on a get by basis and never really fully planned out for large catastrophic events. And so I have never (laughs) filed for unemployment. I don't understand the process. I've heard it's difficult. I have so much empathy for people who have to deal with this right now who have never done it. What I've heard though, is that from people that have done it before and that are doing it now, have said that it used to be like a lot harder and now it's a like more straightforward because right. of COVID. Yeah. So at least like, at least that's something again, I'm not sure if that's, I've only spoken to people that have done it like both in both situations in Florida and New York. So I'm not yeah. sure if that's specific to those States, but that has been like the experience. Well, and also because it federally mandated, they get a certain amount of money regardless of whatever, yeah. like it's from the CARES Act that's coming down from the government, the federal government. But also, um, goodness, I lost my train of thought on what I was gonna say about unemployment. Anyway, just be patient with yourself, take your time, take a deep breath. The day that you have to figure everything out, take a deep breath. If you're a freelancer, I also recommend going to Freelancers Union. That is our representative. They have come up with laws that have been passed in New York. Like the freelance isn't free law came out of the Freelancers Union. So um go to freelancers union i'm sure they have plenty of information on what to do when you're a freelancer and what your situation is i will say here um the small business sba loan that was supposed to cover up to ten thousand ten thousand dollars for small businesses in florida that money's already ran out so now they're going back and telling people well we'll pay you a thousand dollar per employee and that may take a certain amount of time and so if you are in that situation where you do have employees and you're a small business and you're trying to apply for the money that was directed from the cares act just know here in Florida, and this may be the place, this issue in other places as well, is that that money ran out very quickly because large or smaller businesses that have 250, 300, 400, 500 employees that still qualify as a small business had the resources to apply first and they got the chunk of the money. So 
also take your time, take a deep breath. If you have to deal with that, just know that it's all, everybody is in the same boat of being confused and it's messy and I understand the stress there. Yeah. That's, I mean, like, that's like the only thing that's providing me comfort in, in these crazy times, just knowing like, not knowing what you're doing is the norm. Yep. <laughs> like, no one knows know, what's happening. <laughs> like, we're all kind of, like, struggling through this and figuring this out. So, it's like, if you're confused, like, that's completely okay. Um, and try to have, I would recommend, like, you know, if you do, whether you do it early in the morning, middle of the day, whatever, try to have, like, a, a clear, like, desk or working space or dining table or whatever, because sometimes that can help when you're doing something stressful. And try to have that hand, like, your tax information, um and your driver's license and things like that because that you know just sometimes having those already next to you like makes you less stressed when you look the next part of the application you're like i need to get this now so yeah just uh just keep that stuff in mind but oh man what a what a interesting situation i just i i don't understand our government but you know that's a whole subject for another podcast (laughs) we need a representative on this podcast like i'm trying so hard to think of someone to get on here because i really want to understand from their level of being a, a representative or a senator what they have to deal with right now in terms of the uncertainty and like trying to go to bat for that because i feel like every single friend i'm not even being a like almost every single politician whether democrat or republican is going to bat for the constituents because they're getting blown Mm -hmm. up every day from people who are just desperate or their family members are dying because of this so people are trying so i just want to understand from them how are they trying to communicate that back to the federal government to the white house and try to say hey look we have issues when it, it seems like everything's being ignored and we're you know we just need to sign checks with people's names on it so yeah i'll reach out to um barbara who is the uh the president of the orlando like orange county now chapter to see if she knows anyone that we can get on because she's like in touch with all those people so that would be definitely cool to have somebody on and and talk to them about that moving on to something lighter and less frustrating um people need recommendations so what books tv movies podcasts even are getting you through quarantine man there's so many um let's see for books i've been keeping it really really light lately which is funny because i actually have a lot of books that i do want to read that aren't light or that i assume won't be light um like the water dancer and the great pretender but i'm just like "Mm, i'm not gonna touch those right now um so i've been reading just more of just your like your happy stuff Um, But I'm reading the Magnus Chase series right now, which John has been trying to get me to, like, read forever. And I feel like they're, like, basically children's books. Um, (laughs) But they're actually really, really good. And I think they're, like, a little bit too much for um, Addie, for our goddaughter. But I think that we could read them to her. Um, So we might start doing that, which would be really fun. I'm reading, like, a lot of, like, rom-com type stuff. Like, I just read Anna Kay. Um, by Jenny Lee, which was really just like fun and easy. Um, and then I'm reading um, The Two Lives of Lydia Bird by uh, Josie Silver, which she wrote like this book like two years ago, one day in December that everybody was like obsessed with, which is also like a rom com type book. So yeah, I'm just reading stuff that's like, like light rom-com and then also like stuff that's like in a parallel world, like that isn't here <laughs> that might be having issues, but they're more like 
fantastical, whimsical, magical issues. You know what I'm saying? Things that seem a lot less stressful. <laughs> yeah, I did just finish, um, like, I did decide to do, like, well, I don't know why I decided to do, like, a heavy-ish book, but I read This Will Be My Undoing by uh, Morgan Jerkins, which is, like, a essay book, <clears throat> and she talks about kind of being at the center of uh, being, like, black and a feminist and a woman, and it was, you know, it wasn't, like, the heaviest book that I've read from that type of genre, but it was, like, a little bit heavier, and I was just kind of, like, you know, I'd finish each essay, and I'd be, like, this is not maybe what I need during this time frame. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone's different, of course. Like some people like to dive into like heavier stuff right now, but I'm like I'm I'm keeping it very light. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so I feel like I'm I'm not reading because I'm still on a a reading hiatus. Did you watch Tiger King? I did, of course, because it's a documentary. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. If we want to talk about documentaries, you can A, go watch Tiger King. It's a hot mess. Or you can B, go watch the Bethany Hamilton documentary that's on Netflix, which is more inspiring and, and a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you also, like, weirded out by the fact that, like, so many people are watching this and they're, like, Team Joe Exotic? Because I'm just, like, very confused. Uh, I'm, like, I'm not like, stressed okay. about it because I feel like that's the way the narrative was is really like this yeah. anti-hero this poor like down and trodden man who wants to say the n-word from oklahoma right. just needs just to like, sorry, he's being bullied by this woman who left an abusive relationship probably killed her husband like yeah that's the way the narrative of the doc and i think people also it's the same thing of like making a murderer where they're like Stephen avery didn't do it and he's great but he wasn't great you know what i mean like it just it's it's like that's it's like I'm just wondering if I'm watching something different than them because it's like, yeah, it, it definitely frames him as like entertaining and even like possibly charming. And like I completely see that. But at the same time, I'm like, do we not see him like getting with boys who are like basically underage? Do we not see him like literally like killing tigers for no reason? Like we see all these things, but I'm like, I'm just very confused because everyone's like, yeah, free Joe Exotic. And I'm just like, what? I'm so, I'm perplexed. It's a perplexing. But John and I did watch the follow-up. They had, like, a follow-up. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it. I, yeah. I need to, I guess. I don't... It, it was interesting. Of course, not everybody's on it. You right. Know? Girl Baskin and her husband, like, were really upset because they said that, like, the way that it was filmed versus, like, the way it was presented was completely, like, not what they had signed up for. Right. And they swear up and down that they're, like, a sanctuary or whatever. I don't know. It's really hard to tell. But I do know that I remember, like, again, I, I grew up in Orlando, Florida, and I remember seeing pictures of kids with, like, the tigers at her place in Tampa. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. I didn't grow up here, but I, like, went to Disney, and Big Cat Rescue was a, like, it was almost partnered with like bush like it was like you go to bush yeah. gardens and then down the street is big cat rescue That's, like, my thing is like they're saying like they they're trying to like say that they are no like and somebody will have to like tell me if i'm misremembering but from my memories like even being in high school which would have been after her husband would have died like they were people were touching cats like like you know, people were I think so as well. And also, I think the biggest, like, the most problematic thing I have about Carol is that she does not pay a single employee. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care about anything else. This woman has all this money. She's just 
sitting on buckets of cash and she doesn't pay a single employee employees like i understand if you have if you maybe have like a core team of employees and then you have a lot of volunteers like something like that's what kids the world does right they have like you know i don't know like let's say 30 employees and then they like have a lot of volunteers to help them out but to run completely on volunteers and like you're obviously keeping a lot of that money for yourself because you have it, which was evidenced like throughout the, the program. That's a really weird take on all of it. I just, I don't get it. Um, they're, they're all just so messy. Like how, how do these people exist? It's mind blowing. I, yeah, Florida is clearly one of the main stars in the film as based on our conversation about our employment. I was so mad at her. I was like, why? <laughs> Couldn't we let this mess in Oklahoma? No, because the guy in Miami is also there and he's like messy AF too. So, yeah. oh yeah. boy. Carolina guy. Oh, Doc Antle. What a mess. What a mess. I thought he was the most evil out of everybody. That man's problematic, and I don't care what anyone says. Like, that is, that is a, he needs to be investigated thoroughly if they have not done so. Um, yeah, I've been watching documentaries a lot. Uh, we've been rewatching MCU just because we, uh, you know, we got time. And I was like, okay, I have time. It's something I can watch with my kid that's not awful or like play as background noise like I know what's happening and to pick up on new easter eggs and kind of use like be an open eye that's been nice uh listening I've been listening to a lot the same podcast usually that I listen to uh, my friend Whitney Gonzalez has a new podcast called develop your dream that's one that I will recommend that people go out and try and check out it's new it's on anchor so it's an easy to listen to podcasts, the same podcast that I feel like I were, was listening to before that we've talked about over the years because I can't stop listening <laughs> to podcasts. That's kind of how I, I know a lot of people have stopped because they don't have to commute anymore. So they haven't. Um, Therapy for Black Girls is a new one that I obviously, it's not new, but I've added to my rotation. Um, Just Us, which is a kind of a new podcast with some STEM people who are all all black um cast i've listened to that strong black lead which is netflix's yes. podcast that goes and said tracy um from another round she sits down and talks to some amazing people who normally wouldn't get their flowers so to speak and about their careers and what they're doing so that's a good interesting one as well so still listen to podcasts because these people a lot of people do make their money from podcasting like that's their main income and it kind of sucks that because people aren't on trains or in cars anymore that the listening sh- listenership has gone down so much on podcast like it's incredible how much people have stopped listening to podcasts interesting to me because like i know i like in my head i know that that's where people listen a lot of times but like that's never where i listen like I right listen same i listen at home <laughs> yeah and it's like that hasn't changed for me like the only difference is that now i listen with headphones whereas before i would just listen because i'd be the only one home so now, like, I'm listening to that, and then, like, John will be listening to his own stuff on his headphones. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I still listen the same amount to podcasts because – and then I also, like, to listen to them when I walk. Yeah. Um, because, like, I'll listen to music if I'm doing, like, higher intense cardio, but if I'm just walking, I just like to, like, listen to other people talk. Oh, my God. It's TV, um, real quickly. Unorthodox, which is on Netflix, which was amazing. Watch that. It's four episodes. It's about – Hasidic Jews and the culture, which I've kind of watched some documentaries about last year, uh, about Brooklyn and Williamsburg and that community. And it just talks about this story of this girl who leaves. And then The Little Fires Everywhere, which I read when it came out by Celeste Ng, 
the series is out on Hulu. It has Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington as the leads. They are killing the game right now. Like it's truly like up there with, if you'd liked um, Big Little Lies, the book is very similar. So if you liked Big Little Lies on HBO, you will like Little Fires Everywhere. That's my. Which how much would I love to have another season of that right now? I, so and I'm like since we don't have it, I'm just watching Little yeah. Fires everywhere and getting getting it in as well. Cause and it's nice because it's set in the '90s, like the late '90s, so it kind of gives you back that like yeah, the time that we all miss, like being able to and seeing the teenagers, which we were all kind of preteens, teenager around that time, and yeah. so that was it's really been nice to watch. And Reese Witherspoon, like I, she's never been my favorite actress. Like I didn't love her. <laughs> Um, in the early 2000s and the late 90s, um, I did love her in, um, is it Election? When she was way younger and that was kind of like a mid 90s movie, but I had, I didn't like Legally Blonde. I didn't, my sister loves Sweet Home Alabama. Not my favorite. This by far has been my favorite Reese Witherspoon role just because. Okay. And like, meanwhile, I'm on the flip side and I'm obsessed with her, so. I like, I can I could, like, I think I was a Kate Hudson person. And since Kate Hudson doesn't really do things anymore, like Kate Hudson was my rom-com of choice. Like I, if I wanted to sit and watch somebody be silly, it was Brittany Murphy A plus, like yes. before everybody, Brittany Murphy. Absolutely. Then Kate Hudson was like my two. And then I was like, yeah, okay, I don't care about anybody else. But now I feel like seeing her older and being in this role where she's more serious, I'm more yeah. all about what's I, happening. I do like her in serious roles. And I also will say that like, I like her outside of acting. Like, I like what she yeah. do with her life and, like, the way that she's, like, running her, you know, her business and everything. Like, she's just doing a lot of stuff that I feel like is ethical and giving voices to a lot of other people. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm really into it. Like, I, I feel like she was cho- like she was chosen for this, like, for a reason, mm-hmm. you know? And a lot of the, the things that she's been, like, doing lately, like, she's, like, they're choosing her for, like, a purpose. Because yeah. I'm, like, oh, like, you kind of get it. So it's nice to see that. I, I forget how much older she is like Venice because I don't know why because she looks so young yeah. um, but it is she's really been like you know you mentioned election like she's been like paying her dues forever yeah yeah for yeah. sure um so I think that's pretty much my recommendations on what to do during quarantine stream onward on Disney plus because it's really cute it, it's cute yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll just make you laugh it's it, just like a nice it's little it's cute yeah it's like a yeah it's it's cute so next question, what businesses do you think will thrive during this time? Ooh, what a interesting question. First of all, obviously, if you sell masks or hand sanitizer, you're going to thrive. Uh, Touchland is a like kind of like a, a fancy hand sanitizer brand. And they have just like these very like chic looking like hand sanitizer containers and whatnot. And they're like, you know, selling out left and right. So obviously, just getting that out of the way. If you sell, if you sell things that, you know, Charmin's probably doing pretty well right now. Oh yeah, so- Clorox and um, Clorox has had an, an a, like in a crazy boom. I've been reading a lot about yeah. the economics of the companies that have boosted during this time. Last on Clorox, obviously, yeah. Top if you, two. Anything that's like essential to like COVID specifically. Yeah. Like those businesses are gonna be doing really well. And I think that it will be not just like during this time that they'll be thriving, but after, because like even after this, like, uh, you know, we're still gonna wanna have our wipes and our sanitizer, like all those things. I think it's just gonna kind of be like a new normal for a lot of people because they're still gonna be like, you know, 
worried. So yeah, yeah. those businesses are gonna do well. Nine M is doing obsessionally well. Obviously, they 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 make the nine the N ninety five masks. Um, yes, yeah. I think any business that like so when you start a business like one of the first things that you should do is kind of be like what is your why and like what like why do people need you and i think that that rings true even now you know what i mean so if those things still like hit the same then i think your business like those are the businesses that will thrive um so again i think a lot of people will pivot to say like well what can i like what would my why be during this time or like what is right. what why why is what i offer important during this time so the the businesses that are able to make that pivot if they're what they're offering doesn't necessarily make sense for this time if they're able to make that pivot then you know i think they're going to see success a lot of people that didn't sell masks before but were selling like products online have now pivoted to masks I mean, I'm like halfway like I have a shop on it too. You can put masks on. I'm like, we might as well. We have the sewing machinery no, going. It's funny because I had asked my mom like a few weeks before masks were like mandatory. I had asked my mom if she wanted to start sewing masks to just give to like Celebration Hospital and like whatever hospitals in the area. I was like, we can just because my mom like is just kind of chilling right now. So I was like, you know, you can work on it during the week, and then on the weekends, like we can work on it together when I'm not working. It'll just give us like something to do, like a little project to work on together. And she was like, no, I'm not really feeling it. That is not. I was like, all right. And then now, you know, it's like everyone and their mom is selling masks, and I was like, girl, I try to tell you because she could, like, you know, she could have been perfecting, and then she could have done like a donate, like for everyone bought type of thing. Yeah. Um, but nobody wants to listen to me, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, there are, yeah, there are other things that you can do. Obviously, caterers can switch to food delivery right now, um, prepare food and prepare meals for people who can't cook, who don't want to cook. There are a lot of people who are disadvantaged. And I think the conversation about social distancing is so funny because a lot of people think about it from their able-bodied, uh, privileged lens of like, why isn't everyone staying at home? I need everyone to stay at home right now. And I'm like, there are people who need to go out and A, work, number one. Number two, there are people who need food. They don't have money all of the time to go and order. And ordering food to be delivered is expensive. It is a privilege to pay $10 per like delivery or seven or whatever the, the price is. The markup is like a 10% markup on the items that are normally not that expensive in the store. It's a privilege to be able to do that. Also to have a house or a place where you can have people come in because some people live in homes where they can't even have outside strangers come into their home with items so that you have to think about that. Um, there are people who are disabled who cannot get out into their kitchen to cook their food. They need somebody to be making food and bringing it to them. So that is another reason why people are delivering food. There are older people who cannot cook anymore, who have food delivered to them by their kids. Like I know a lot of people who are delivering food to their elderly grandparents or parents. So it just, I feel like if you have a business that you feel like is struggling, figure out how you can pivot online. Fitness trainers, co you're now an online fitness trainer. You're an online fitness coach. Yep. You already know it. I've already been telling people this for the past 10 years. I've yelled at it. I've yelled at so many of my fitness friends about being online in the first place, and now they're all having to pivot last minute. The tools are there. Figure out what you need to do to get. Oh, my gosh. I'm using, like, I, like I already have, like, benefited from those people and, like, you know, work with those people before but I'm using them now like more than ever. And one thing I like about finding like trainers online as opposed to in person is I can find who I need for mm-hmm. my body type, my mindset, you know, all those things. Cause just because somebody happens to be at the gym down the street doesn't mean they're the right trainer right. for me. So I've found people that I follow their workouts and stuff who are online for sure. 
Um, I feel like the, the businesses that are going to have a hard time pivoting or need to really think through another strategy are hospitality and travel oriented businesses just because it will be a long time before we get yeah. back to the, the space where we were. They're talking about 2021, 2022 for some of these types of things that had uh, larger people events. So really sit down and think about what you can do to pivot to a different space. What can you do to use the tools that you already have to kind of create something else for someone, something that I kind of think about is kind of maybe like a portable like event kit where you rent out party supplies for people who want to have a party at home but still want to have a theme but don't want to go outside but you still have all these things you know what I mean you have shivaris yeah. you have decor you have chair you know what I mean so you can take that put it in a little, little kit and drop it off on a doorstep and somebody can pay for it online and then they bring it back sanitize you know the whole thing so yeah. And don't be afraid to like cater to intimate events as well like you know like when we are allowed to do that but but we're still like a little bit too afraid to like do like something massive it's like do like show that you do like intimate events and that sort of thing um and and like some event stuff can be done from like a computer you could plan a wedding and not even like attend it but you could do all the planning and pull all the details together and all those things so like definitely like if you've been in the wedding industry and let's say that you're like something that is normally there all day like say the photographer well you know weddings so like you could pivot to doing like online planning instead of like being there in person as the photographer things like that um if you like have been doing you know invitations or whatever things like that like you could also even pivot evites dude so yeah like doing like graphics and stuff for a business like things like that um, also, if you have services like catering or something that requires to give something physical to somebody, look at what um, businesses are hiring to donate to other to um, essential workers. So a lot of companies are hiring restaurants right now to deliver and donate food to first responders on behalf of their companies because they still have money. They still can afford to do things. They really want to show their support and su- uplift the community in some way. So they've been looking to restaurants to kind of deliver some yeah. lunch to buy lunch for the nurses or buying the lunch for the sheriff's office or buy lunch for the people who work in the grocery store. So just look out for that and try to be in touch with some of the bigger corporations and the people who are still working there because they're looking for ways to support the community. There are some bigger companies that are donating their money to nonprofit organizations. So you are an NPO right now and you're not getting your donations as you should from usually like your small private donors. Um, There are some companies who are taking money and taking some of their, um, just taking their money and donating it to their NPOs because they have, or advertising money. So they don't want to advertise their services right now, but they have all these advertising dollars that they already have. They may be able to donate that to an NPO who can actually use it to help benefit the community. So those are some things to think about. Just you have to open your mind to new opportunities because we are all doing something different and something new right now. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, thriving is great if you can do it, but if you can only just survive, that's okay too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, if you're if you're like, okay, my business is here and we made it through this, like that is a, that's a massive accomplishment anyway. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. There are so. businesses who are 45, 50 years old who are having a shutdown because of the situation. Yeah. So if you are able to just say, hey, I'm still afloat, at the end yep. of this, barely, but I'm still afloat. You, yeah. You're doing what you can. All right. So 
So what organizations or movements should I be supporting right now? There are so many great ones I feel like to support right now. Um, my big thing right now is um, the United States Postal Service because so many businesses depend on it, small businesses, um, so many people depend on it for like all sorts of different things. And also when our next you know election comes up, the presidential election, we're gonna pot quite possibly be needing it for um, voting. And like, even if everything is like quote unquote back to normal-ish, like there's a lot of older people and stuff that have a harder time like getting to the polls and things like that. Um, so being able to vote by mail, I think is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's really important that we save like this institution. It's bananas to me that it's, that it's even a conversation that we're having, but you know, here we are. Um, so yeah, I was reading like an article that said like, if, if half of the adults in the US like bought a book of stamps, it would be like enough to like, I don't know, like pretty much get it out of like the situation it's in. So I'm like, buy stamps, buy things from the post office if you can. But also on top of that, like make sure that you are, you know, speaking out and just being like proactive about like that issue and letting people know like how important it is. I know that if you text USPS to 50409, um, it'll like lead you through like like three easy prompts and it'll send um, a letter on your behalf to all of your representatives to let them know like, hey, I want the USPS to continue to be a thing. Yeah. Um, there's so many causes. I mean... Uh, reach out to your local senior senior centers, your women's shelters, your domestic violence uh, NPOs that are in local to your area, the uh, LGBTQ coalitions that are there, how you can reach out and how you can donate to them. If you have this extra twelve hundred dollars and you genuinely you genuinely don't need it, and you're like, I'm gonna take this and donate this money, sit down, <laughs> take the day. I feel like this is a whole day. Yeah. Get in touch with those high-risk populations and figure out what you can do to donate towards those people. Um, our healthcare workers still don't have the PPE that they need. Figure out how you can give to some of these nonprofit organizations that are buying masks and, you know, uh, all these other th- types of equipment that they need, gloves that they're and they're sending out because we're funding ourselves through this. We're kind of self-governing, which is ridiculous because we have a government. Um, so if you have the funds, if you have the means, if you have the ability to do so, just take time to sit down and research some of these organizations. There are a lot of scams going on. There's so many scams happening right now. So I understand the frustration of not wanting to take the time out, but it is so helpful to, even if you spend $20, to send to a friend who's been furloughed for a gift card for groceries. That is a big deal. That's something that you can do right now to support because there's plenty of people who work in hospitality that everyone knows someone who's been affected by this has been furloughed or maybe unemployed bartenders those people who just need an extra 20 25 dollars to get through the week to buy groceries so that they can continue to survive or amazon or ask your friend hey do you need anything i'm ordering something from amazon can i send you anything is there anything that i can send you so it doesn't feel like I understand pride and being in a space where you're like, I don't want a handout. I don't need money from you. Da, da, da. But if someone genuinely, if I didn't have it and somebody said, hey, I'm ordering something from Whole Foods. Do you want anything? I would take them up for the offer. Like, I'd be yeah. so grateful. But at the same time, like, if you know your friend is like that, 
don't ask. Just be like, hey, I just sent you an electronic Amazon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those people, the Southern people just send them money. You know. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes people just need you to just do it and not. Just Venmo them. I've I've done that before. I'm the person that would literally have, like, nothing and be like, I'm good, guys. I'm great. (laughs) You're, like, outside. Trying to lie. Same. It's very hard for me to ask for things. Like, that's one of my my issues to work through in therapy um i just i it's hard for me to reach out it's very very hard but like when people just do it like then i can accept it but they just have to like do it um because if not it's just like i'll just always be like no i'm good everything's fine um so yeah definitely if you can help someone that you know that's like oh that's just the best yeah reach out to your elderly neighbors um just send them a note slip it under the door and say hey i'm going to the grocery store need anything a lot of people have been asking or put something in the window i think there was a color system that somebody had that was like if you're okay put like a green piece of paper in the window if you're not okay ever put a red piece of paper in the window and then i'll know to call someone to come in and help you Mm -hmm. or i'll come by and help you um there's been some uh messages on instagram that have gone by that have been like hey if i send ask you for your favorite brownie recipe you can just reply and say, I need like walnuts and I'll know that you need to get out of a domestic violence situation and I will start the process of helping you get out of that situation. So there's been some of those things that have gone on because unfortunately domestic violence has gone up, child abuse has gone up. These poor Department of Family and Child Services workers have been reporting that it's insane how much child abuse has been happening since we've been quarantined. So just if you're a teacher and you are having to FaceTime your kids, just kind of like look in the little webcams a little bit and make sure you kind of peek and be like, oh, do I see anything? I see, Or maybe do something like, wait, we're going to raise our hands and see if anybody has any bruises. You know what I mean? It yeah. seems extra, but it's a step that could save a life. Next door, like just err on the side of caution and like right now, like just, you know, just report it, you know? Yeah, for um, sure. Because there's definitely a lot of people that are stuck with their abusers and mm-hmm. stuck inside humans so and if you happen to know someone who has like you know family issues and like it doesn't live in the best like maybe like a terrible roommate or whatever just make sure that you're reaching out to that person for sure um another one i want to mention real quick is fight for 15 um who's fighting to get minimum wage um to at least 15 dollars, which is like hello we should definitely already be at that but you know here we are um but yeah this has obviously shown us that so many of our essential workers are people that our nation doesn't even like deem like worthy of getting paid. Oh no. Which is absolutely bananas. So uh, Fight for 15 has been doing its thing for a while. They actually were really picking up steam in Orlando recently. There was, I was supposed to be going to a, um, a like gathering, a protest that was actually scheduled for the day I started social distancing. So obviously like we ended up having to like cancel it and everything. Um, but yeah, definitely looking to get involved with them. If you are one of these people that, like me, is benefiting from um, you know these workers who are delivering us groceries and things like that, and you're thankful, a great thing to do is like get involved with the fight. You don't have to be making minimum wage for this to be your fight as well. This should be all of our fight. Yeah, you know? for sure. I mean, that's all. I feel like that's an always thing. I've definitely gotten to some altercations verbally with people about this minimum wage uh situation for the past i feel like five ten years we've been talking about trying to get it back up yep 
to fifteen dollars at least minimum. It's really bananas. It's funny because when older people talk, they're like, "Yeah, like when I was this age, I made such and such, and then like ten years later, I made this." And I'm like, I look back at like what I made when I was like coming into like the game, and like people are making that now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how? How? I just doesn't make any sense. If I shouldn't have been making it then, so I don't know how you're making it now. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, more importantly, just take care of yourself. Take a break. Walk away when you need to. Um, I understand the frustration. Like, I get it. This is so new and it's changing all the time. The rules are always changing. Like, technically, we're supposed to wear masks, but they're not enforcing it because there's a law in Florida that says wearing masks is illegal. So they had to rescind the punishment for not wearing masks. So now everybody's like, well, I'm not wearing masks. That's stupid. Uh, so I understand the frustration of being upset and frustrated by your neighbors, but don't, don't let it become, make you crazy. Cause there have been so many invasions of like privacy of people, like taking pictures of people just for walking down the street without a mat or some things like that. And that's when I'm thinking we've gone too far. If you're at the point where you feel that upset, <laughs> take yourself back home, get yeah. a cup of tea, take a nap, listen to a meditation. Every yeah. app I feel like has a free trial that's very lengthy right now. If yeah. teaching your kids is frustrating, you know what? Take a break, walk away, figure out what you need to do to regroup, try again tomorrow. There is no wrong way to quarantine because we are, as long as you're quarantining, like don't go outside and have parties because that's bad. But yeah. <laughs> not quarantine is the yeah, not not quarantine is a bad way to quarantine basically. Yeah. So if you but are anything else, as long as you're staying away from people and doing and being healthy and like taking yeah. care of yourself and your family and your friends and checking in uh, often. You all know of some great organizations or movements that are doing awesome things right now. Definitely let us know, and we'd also love to hear like your recommendations on like what media you're you know, kind of using to like get by through all of this. I also just want to mention um, some good news. Oh, um, yes. John. So adorable. Kuczynski. I'm completely in love yeah. with it. by John Krasinski, who's like in the office and a quiet place and a whole bunch of other things. And it's just very like, it just shows like the creativity that people can have in our time. And it's just like positive and happy. And it's on YouTube. They have an Instagram as well. That's at some good news. Yes. It's every Monday, isn't it? Like he does the videos on Mondays or Sundays or something like that. So yeah. And they're just very like, (laughs) they're just so heartwarming. It just reminds me of like a middle school kid doing. Yeah. (laughs) Like Like, I love it. I just love that they weren't like, you know what? We're going to like, worry about the big budget but they're like no we're just gonna get you the news it's gonna be good and it's gonna be happy and that's that so it's just really heartwarming and it's kind of like i think a little bit of what we need in this crazy time so all right friends well next week we'll be back (laughs) we're we're still indoors and in the meantime definitely hit us up on instagram at heart hustle podcast and just let us know how y'all are getting by use the hashtag boss so hard we check it um there were comments on our soundcloud last week and you can always comment on soundcloud or uh, apple Podcasts if you ever want to review us we check those out as well obviously we're on spotify that's an easy way to share with friends so keep listening go through our other 118 episodes if you need something else to listen to if you yeah, like this a lot cool. yeah probably about close to 118 hours so 
<laughs> this oh it's over 118 hours it's probably oh, clicking okay. at like 125 <laughs> so we so got you yeah Anyway, stay safe and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.